crap, my password. I don't know my password, Target. Shouldn't you know that? Come on, Target. I did my face ID. Isn't that enough? Oh, shit. Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. I was looking on Pinterest because I'm starting to do my cross-stitch stuff again. And I found one that's like an outline of Dean. And there's like a devil's trap in it. And then like Sam, I think, is down in the corner. But then the background is like a like a nature kind of scene, like a dark, spooky scene in it. I'll have to find it. I'll send it to you. Ooh. Pretty neat. Okay. There's I've seen some pretty sweet, like supernatural cross stitches. Pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like I need some house decorations. Although I did see some pretty interesting ones I'll send you via Pinterest where I was like, mm, I don't know if I'd have that up in my house <laughs> on display for the public. For the world to see. <laughs> As a note, I am almost done with my puzzle. <laughs> oh, cool. It's taking forever. There's so many just jet black pieces everywhere. <laughs> that would drive me crazy. Oh my gosh, the entire border is just jet black. Once I got to Cass and the tree and everything, I was like, all right, this is good. But now I'm getting like to the black outlines of the shadows of their faces. And I'm like, no. Uh, how many pieces is it? 550. Oh, Lord. Not super crazy, but crazy enough that I haven't done a puzzle in an extremely long period of time. So I'm not great. It's your, your ease into a puzzle. Yeah, I <laughs> usually just like put some stupid anime on in the background and go for it. Try to do the puzzle. Like the other day I was watching some zombie anime where it basically was like Billy and Mandy in a zombie version. You want to get into it? Yeah, I just pulled up some of my notes. Notes? I don't know why I had issues saying that. I was like, some of my notes. I'm like, some of my mama. Mama, mama, mama. Some of my mama. You know, oh, mamoa. Okay. I said mamoa. Are they mamoa notes? They are. I wish they were mamoa notes. <laughs> Johnny Depp is on, in Johnny Depp is on Instagram, by the way. Oh, really? He joined Instagram three days ago. Oh. And how many followers does he have already? Like 6.2 million or something. <laughs> Is that it? I feel like I need to go. He posted a song. He posted a video. And he's already verified. Yeah. 3.3 million followers. He's following 99 people. Oh, he's following two more than yesterday. <laughs> he's obviously active. He has three posts. <laughs> mm -hmm. One's a video of him talking about how people should just be safe and how crazy the world is and obviously thanking his fans for sticking with him through everything. And then uh, the second one is just like a video or like a clip. And then the other one is the video of the song. But he's in like his wine cave. <laughs> I want to be in Johnny Depp's wine cave. His wine cave has some Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. I'd be in that wine cave. That's exactly how I would picture it, too. I know. Like a cave, like, you know, the caves when you go down to the ride? Like, that's what I think it would look mm -hmm. like. It kind of does, and it has, like, the big, like, iron candelabra, like, standing candelabra. and Johnny Depp it looks so cool. Point. Mm -mm. So, episode three, Bloodlust. Yes. Segue from Johnny Depp's wine cave to Bloodlust. <laughs> What, I'm good at my sagoos. <laughs> You're sagooing? Uh, my, I'm sagooing. Uh, episode three, Bloodlust. 
uh, opens in Red Lodge, Montana. Ooh. Ooh, it's right. Do you want an outline? I mean, Red Lodge sounds like such a nice place that I'd want a vacation there. Red Lodge sounds like an actual place to stay and not a location. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it sounds like, hey, you want to go to the Red Lodge in Montana? Not Red Lodge. I don't know. There's one Red Lodge in Montana. That's how this got its name. Yes, that's it. That is actually the whole town. <laughs> just, yeah, just the lodge. Just the lodge. Okay, so an outline. Uh, the boys discover that evil isn't always clear-cut when they encounter a demon hunter slaying a nest of vampires. Ugh. And it uh, opens up the, when they do the, the road so far when they go back. They're playing journey. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that they uh they have Dean blasting back in black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my other by ACDC. Mm-hmm. I said Journey and ACDC in one episode. OMG. It would have been it would have been far too obvious if they had played the boys are back in town. Yeah. That would have been cool though. <laughs> I also like the fact that we went from an opening that showed us what had happened and knowing what had happened in the previous episode where Dean is literally beating the shit out of baby. Yeah. To her being back in full running order. Yeah, it seems like it happened rather quickly. Yeah, so it makes me wonder because they don't really go through a time frame, and no offense to Dean, I don't think he can do that in like a week's time. Yeah, I feel like that would take a little bit longer. So it feels like the timeline is jumbled because we're not exactly, like Sam kind of alludes to how long it's been since dad's death, but not really. Yeah. Um, But I love the pentagram and the opening as the A. Yes, that's so cool. That's now come to be the second season opening. And in the opening, we see Dean as being very, both Dean and Sam being very optimistic after everything that happened. So it seemed like everything in the last episode was kind of cathartic for them. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, this is great. We're going on a hunt. Baby's fine. Don't listen to him. Make gay jokes. Yay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's apparently what Sam does is like, do you guys need a motel? Do you want, do you in the car want a moment? Yeah. Do you need some time alone? Which I'm happy. Which I'm happy the car isn't like Christine. Yeah. Where it'll, like, try and kill Dean. Yeah, it's gonna come to life and... And then you have Dean, like, sweet-talking baby with Sam in the car, and he's like, don't listen to him. He doesn't understand us. <laughs> now, I wrote in my random shit that this is the first time that he calls her baby. Calls it baby. Like, I'm choosing her to Is it her. the first time? See, that was my... Yeah, she... That was my reaction. I could have sworn somewhere earlier he had said that... that. I thought so too. I feel like I guess I'm so used to him calling it baby that like it's always baby and like that's just what and same thing. It's a girl, so that's what she's always been. I feel like in the first couple episodes he had to have said something. I thought at one time he said like probably something to the effect of like that's my baby. But I couldn't I tried to research it real quick last night and I couldn't find it and I was just going off of what um supernatural wiki said but i could have sworn there had to be some point before this that he had called the car that i don't know that's weird that's so weird like that's that's one of those things and i forget the technical term for it but i know and that's why we drink talked about it where you think it happened but it never actually happened yeah like when they did the um when they were talking about all the movie stuff and everything 
Yeah. I remember that episode. Yeah, that blows my mind, because, like, if it, I swear he's done it so much. Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm Googling it. Me too! (laughs) (laughs) Which one is gonna get the first? The Mandela Effect. Mandela Effect, yeah, I I was just reading about Steve Ramirez. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, where we keep thinking that Vader says, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's that's uh, where we're at with this, because (laughs) I could have sworn it happened, but maybe it didn't. Just like people keep thinking that the Flynn, there's the Flintstones and the Flintstones. Yeah. Sex in the city. People thinking sex, it's sex in the city, not sex and the city. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Here's another Mandela effect off, off subject. Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, the mirror, mirror quote. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think the mirror, mirror quote is? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? It's actually mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Oh, not of them all. One of all. No. Huh. Mm-hmm. The one that kills me is I swear, like the whole Silence of the Lambs thing. He never says hello, Clarice. Right. But yeah. in my mind, I can see and hear him say it. Mm-hmm. But he says like, good morning, Clarice. Yeah. Oh, it blows my mind. Mandela effect's phenomenal. But yeah, that's that's what I feel like with Baby. Like, he has said it. I've seen him say it, like, many episodes before this. But to me, like, the fact that this is the first time of him calling her Baby is mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, I, could, I swore that he had to say something in the first season. To- I feel bad for anybody listening to this episode. They're like, shit, these girls went on about Baby for, like, 20 minutes. I know. Oh, that's, I have They, they whole- launched into the episode two, <laughs> two minutes in. They're already going off on the Mandela effect and Baby. I have, uh, I wrote down for the next episode, I have four Impala facts you may or may not know. So, there's that. Ooh. <laughs> Hell yeah. But Baby's back, so that's good. We're happy. Baby's back. back. She's in full running order, listening to her purr. She sounds so good. Oh, so good. So, they, they head off to Red Lodge, Montana, because a girl got chopped, well, her head chopped off. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? How, why did she think that it was a good idea to hide behind the tree like the tree was going to save her? I don't know. Typical horror movie fashion. Like, whatever running is running past you knows you're there. Like, clearly. Yeah, like, just keep going. But, like, just keep going. Exactly. You standing behind, it wasn't even a giant tree. It was, like, just about her body weight. And she was a, she was a thin, a slender lady. Exactly. Like, the, the tree is not going to save you, so why why are we stopping behind it? And then... I don't know. And that guy, the killer looked like a mix between Nightwing and the Reaper <laughs> from Criminal Minds. Yeah. I was a little... Because I didn't remember this episode, so whenever um, he chops her head off, I was like, oh, whoa, what is that? What just happened? Yeah, I was like, who the hell is killing people like that? He just gets that little, little sight thing out and just like, clear off. Blood squirts. The hand size. Yeah. Because it's not a sickle. No. Did I say it right? Sight? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my brother is crazy. He wants to be a part of this sometime, too. Oh, yeah? I was like, the more the merrier, Josh. Yeah, seriously, that would be cool. He and I started watching Supernatural together when it was first on TV. Yeah, that was our that was our weekly thing. We'd make, like, hot chocolate or something and then sit down and watch Supernatural. Yeah, I mean, the more the merrier. He can join anytime. 
so they arrive in town and they go to the sheriff's office where they're playing which i want to know what reporter names they might have chosen oh yeah they don't tell you they never mention it sure it's they just say that they're they're working for the weekly world world weekly news <laughs> we know dean was new so yeah it's, like, it's my first interns week. it's my first week <laughs> <laughs> But that sheriff has a very well-groomed mustache. Yeah, I couldn't stop looking at it. I know, it drove me in. I was like, wow, he really takes care of that thing. Yes, then I was like, wait, who does he look like, Kaida? And then I could, he kind of looked like a, a bigger Tom Selleck there for a little bit. Kinda. It had a very Tom Selleck-y look to the mustache, but then it had that up flare. Yes. It's like Sam Elliott. Like and- yeah, like he would sit there with wax and like, you know, twirl it in between his fingers. Yes. <laughs> just to get it it's like if <laughs> it's tom Selleck and sam elliott's mustache have a baby <laughs> it's the sheriff's mustache oh i'm gonna write that down <laughs> um, it might be that so might then be too too long of a title how about tom Selleck, <laughs> sam elliott mustache baby. sam elliott's mustache <laughs> <laughs> i do love me some sam elliott Ugh. Both of them are good. So then they they play doctors slash morgue specialists. <laughs> they just toss on some doctor's coats, go yell at the one morgue Yeah, guy. and he's like, the doctor's on vacation. And he's like, oh, but he's back and he is pissed. <laughs> Which, obviously, that must be true because that kid took off running. Yeah, that doctor must not be a nice person. No. I mean, he deals with dead bodies. I guess he's not a happy camper true he doesn't really have to be a people person then either no so we find out that they're kind of following this idea of satanists because of the cattle mutilations and there's some satanists in florida because florida i mean mean, why not uh, right who only mark the head with a pentagram so naturally they pull out the body to look for the pentagram which i was like all right you're 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 hunting satanists seems a little weird yeah, it doesn't really seem in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, but then Sam almost pukes. <laughs> Get a bucket. Why'd you find something? Um, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Which surprised me. Like, why look in the mouth? That just seemed kind of random to me. Oh, because Dean was thinking about Silence of the Lambs. I know. I know. <laughs> but that, it just the whole thing kind of just seemed. I know. A little too off the wall where they were like hey let's look and see if it's if satanists does it have a pentagram on the head no we'll open the mouth but i mean you are you are only dealing with a head so there's not really much else i mean you could have well they didn't look to see if there's any marks on the body well i think they only pulled her head out it was between wasn't it between her legs or beside her legs no it was in a in a bin like a tupperware (sighs) Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's a special catalog for morgues. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I thought it was funny that her head was just in a Tupperware. Because, I mean, her body had to be somewhere. I don't remember if it was on the slab with, the, like, in the, you know, drawer with the head. But the head was definitely in a Tupperware mm-hmm. container. Um, but I did appreciate the many Sons of the Lambs references. Yes, there were so many. And props to Dean's eyes. For catching the tiny little incision where her retractable fangs were. Yeah. Because he was literally in the, in the split second was like, wait, no, pull back. 
what's that hole? And that was so creepy, too, how the tooth came out and then just sucked right back in. Like, mm-hmm. I figured he's dead, so, like, I mean, she was dead anyway, but when it came out, that it would just would have stayed out. But it, like, sucked right back in there. Well, we also have these this idea of vampires, too, where, like, they always predominantly have at least, like, the, the canines mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So the idea of having, a, like, a vampire with, like, retractable fangs that even more so looks human is kind of terrifying. But also the fact that these vampires have, like, a full row. Oh, so many teeth. I remember Sometimes. the first time. They're like sharks. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched it, and I, when they were talking about vampires, I just assumed it was going to be the two, you know, teeth that you always see. And then they had, like, like you said, like, shark row teeth. And I was like, what the hell is happening right now? So because of this, they realized that somebody killed a vampire. Oh, shit. So now they know that there are vampires in town, so then they go to the next best place, one of Dean's favorite places, the, the bar, bar um, which is where we meet Gordon, who's creeping on them as they ask suspicious questions to the bartender after slipping him a 50. Yeah. yeah which, like, that's big money, too, by the way. Like, I would have figured they would at least have started with 20. Yeah, he, people, like, pulled the big guns out there. Yeah, especially for, like, a vampire. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Gordon disappears after hearing them, so he decides he's going to get the jump on them, only for them to get the jump on him. Oh, shit. Dun, dun, dun. It's going down. And they find out that, surprise, they're both hunters. OMG. And they. And also, this is like the first. I said they, they find out that uh, the Winchester name is pretty famous in the hunter community. And that there are yes, other hunters. That's actually what I, I touched on in this. This is the first time we kind of hear about this hunter network. Yeah. Like, it's more than that just Dad like and Bobby. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Ellen had ties with Dad, actually. Yeah. And, obviously, she has a daughter, and then there's Ash. So, like, they're their own kind of, like, little hunter hub. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, John had friends, like, the priest and a couple other people. Um, but we find out, like, there's this hunter network, and... uh we kind of learned that that's how about hunters talk and communicate and gather information to one another, which obviously plays a bigger part fully on in the series. Yeah. But also I couldn't tell if Gordon actually knew or if Gordon just did his research. Cause he creepily like bypassed some information was like, Oh yeah, you guys are really famous. Yeah. Gordon's a little off. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about him. Um, which we find out later. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's super crazy. Super crazy. Um, super crazy. Super fixated. Um, so that's when we find out that he was the one that killed the vampire. And then um, they obviously meet up and kill another vampire. Yeah, that's where in things In a warehouse. Got, that's where things got a little weird with Dean. Yeah, he kind of went a little off the rails. He went a little, a little crazy, and you can tell just when the scene with after they kill the vampire, and he like stares at Sam, and Sam they're staring at each other. Like that scene is so powerful. Like you can, you, both of them can tell that something's changed in Dean. And Dean, I think for a split second, looks a little scared, but then just doesn't care anymore. Well, even that scene, like right as soon as he's killing the vampire, when he's splattered with blood, and he's not even blinking. Yeah. Just vacant. That's scary. We see that there's something not right with him. Yeah. And also, Gordon seemed real keen on getting rid of Sam and Dean before they went to the warehouse. Yeah, but he's really happy they came and saved him. 
Yeah. I feel like the rest but then of then the- they sit down. <laughs> I feel like I feel, I I think I know where you're going with it and it's that like the rest of the series the rest of this episode was like it's hard to explain. It was all tense. It was very te- you're right. It was very tense and I feel like Gordon for some reason was fixated on Dean. He saw something in Dean. He kept saying like we're the same, you know, we're we're the same kind of person. And he just felt like he was just trying to get rid of Sam the whole time. Knowing that, like, Sam could, like, say something to Dean and then Dean wouldn't follow Gordon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think it also showed the big difference between uh, humans and hunters. Uh, and Dean kind of landed somewhere in the middle. Because You're obviously right. Sam was not happy with everything that happened. Right. And he, was, he even says, he's like, well, I'm sorry. I'm, decapitation's not really my, my form of fun. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Gordon goes, what? It wasn't even human. So, like, obviously, Gordon doesn't see these things at all as having any kind of life. Right. Whereas Sam obviously has a conscience, and I feel like Dean's stuck somewhere in the middle where he doesn't want to have a conscience, but he does. Yeah, because, I mean, vampires weren't people at one point. Yeah, and obviously, in this episode, we find out that they're a little bit more human than monster. Right, These yeah, ones, at least. Yeah, because this nest of vampires they don't drink the blood of people they don't kill people nope Mm-mm. even when tempted lenore holds that shit in mm-hmm. um oh, wait i i just had to mention eli played by ty olsen who comes back as benny later oh my god that was benny it was benny okay and i okay so i didn't Sorry, no, I got so excited because the entire time I'm watching this episode and I refused to look it up even though I wanted to. I was like, no, I'm probably wrong, but that looks like Benny. It is Benny. Who I- is another vampire. Yes. I don't like him as this vampire, though. I like him as Benny. I like him as Benny, too. Because Benny's so dreamy and he has that southern accent and he, like, lives in New Orleans and... He's a vampire gambit. He wears that little hat. I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I was right. Okay. You were right. It was Benny. <laughs> ah. Um, so obviously Sam and Dean go off to hunt the pack of vampires to go find the nest. Sam gets kidnapped. Yeah, he gets hit with a phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to bust in some random shit right here. Yes. This, he actually broke his hand during that scene. Oh. <gasps> What? When he, you can actually look it up on YouTube. He'll, like, he's like at a, a con somewhere and he retells the story. But in that scene, when he gets hit with in the head with the phone, he goes to fall and he fell on his hand wrong and he broke his wrist. So Ooh. the whole rest of this episode, he has a broken wrist. And then into the next episode, uh, his wrist is broken. So you find out. So they just probably took the brace off. Well, no, he didn't have anything done to it. And after the next episode is when they put the cast on it. And then he has the cast for like six episodes after that. And in episode six of this season, he went and had surgery on it during that episode. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. It only took two, two seasons, not even for somebody to hurt themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all because he fell wrong. He went to catch himself and just, like, jammed it the wrong way and broke oh. his wrist. Just goes to show you, it's not the big stunts that hurt. It's the little normal stuff. The little one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he can just like fall off and land and go into any kind of fight scene. But the minute it comes to like falling from getting hit in the phone, broken wrist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sam gets kidnapped by the vampires. Mm-hmm. Only to be told that they're not bad. No, they're pretty. They try to keep to themselves. They don't want anybody to find them. Nope. They they want to stay low. They only feed off of cattle, which is where the cattle mutilations come from. The dead bodies are Gordon, obviously. Yeah. And Lenore says that cows are gross. <laughs> they don't want to drink the animal blood, but they have to. Exactly, because they don't want to be found or hunted. They just want to live their lives. Yeah. And obviously Sam comes back and he confronts Dean, tells him he doesn't want him to go, and that actually the vampires kidnapped him. Yeah. Uh, Dean's not having any of it. In fact, uh, that entire happy-go-lucky feeling of the beginning of the episode is completely gone. So gone. Um, and Sam starts calling Dean out for his bullshit. Dean says, I'm not having any of it, and just clocks Sam in the face. Poor Sam's just getting hit in the head. I don't know how that kid has, doesn't have as many concussions <laughs> as he probably should. Um, and oh, at this point also, this is one of the first times we see, because obviously the boys have used Bobby in the past. Yeah. But Sam gives Ellen a call, mm-hmm. which doesn't sit well with Dean, which I thought was very interesting. His argument was not an argument at all when he and Sam started getting into it and why he was following Gordon in the beginning. Yeah. Because he gets mad that Sam called Ellen because he, they know her so well. Meanwhile, they literally just met Gordon. Right. It's the exact same thing. And, but Dean's not having any of it. Right. And that's when he comes clean about the vampires and how they're not bad and they gotta go see Gordon. Oh, wait, Gordon's gone. Yeah, he left. And he took the keys, which he, I was for a minute thought he took the Impala, and I was like, oh, shit, now Dean's gonna be pissed. I know, but I thought he, he too. he just took the keys. When they said the keys were gone, I was like, holy crap, he took the car. And I was like, now Dean's gonna be on Sam's side. And I was like, just kidding. <laughs> he just left baby, so then, then he had to hotwire his own car. Yeah. <laughs> which I feel like at this point, Dean just needs to make another set of keys. Yeah, you would think. For the amount of times he has to hotwire that sucker. Yeah. And by this time, Gordon has already kidnapped, essentially kidnapped, Lenore. Yeah, I want uh, Using know, dead man's blood. I want to know where he got a an entire mason jar full of dead man's blood. Like, it, that had to be like, that, that's a lot of blood out of one person to fill an entire jar. Yeah, to just be like a donation. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you don't need it. No, that's good. I. He does seem like the type, though, who has zero problem, like, just killing somebody because he needs it. Oh, yeah. I could totally see him doing it. Because, um, I mean, at one point, he's not even, he knew Lenore wasn't going to tell him anything. He just started torturing her because of his feelings towards the vampires. Right. Which we find out is during the confrontation. Uh, because vampires not only killed his family, no, they turned his sister. Yeah, but then he so messed up (laughs) that he killed his sister. Yeah, which later on, obviously, we see this play out in a different way in a later episode. Yeah. Which we find out could have gone differently. Yes. Um, But obviously, Gordon tries to prove his point by cutting Sam, because obviously he hates Sam. Yeah. To tempt Lenore, in which her fangs come out, which is a given when a vampire smells any kind of blood, I would assume, other than dead man's blood. Well, yeah, I feel like it would be involuntary. 
Yeah, which we kind of see it as it is, but then she retracts him eventually, and she's like, no. Right. She can, takes it under control, and she refuses. Mm-hmm. Which props to her. I can only imagine, you've been living off of cattle blood for how long, and you finally have human, like, fresh human blood there. Yeah. How do you, how do you hold you've already, back from that? Yeah, you've already openly admitted that it is not your preferential taste to, to live on cattle. Yeah. That'd be like having a prime rib. Yeah. Uh, but that obviously proves to Dean, and that's when he turns on Gordon, is like, no, okay, you're fucking crazy. Right. And they turn on Gordon, release Lenore. Yeah, and Sammy takes her and then gets all the other vampires in the nest out of the out of the town. Mm-hmm. Red Lodge. <laughs> Red Lodge, Montana. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. Well, I thought it was funny when um, Dean and Gordon were fighting. Like, they had their big fight scene. And Dean, Dean gets him under control, and he's, like, walking him back in the headlock, and he slams his head off the wall. <laughs> Oops. He's like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And then they leave him in the chair. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Gordon. I mean, it wasn't the minute I met him. I thought he was, I thought something was off kilter. Yeah. He's a little, little extreme. Yeah. But I also like the fact that we find out that, like, this is our first look at monsters not necessarily being monsters. Right. That there is, depending on the monster, a choice and a way of life. Yeah. For survival. We see that again in later episodes, too, with different monsters. Exactly. Which is also, this is what leads Dean to kind of have, like, that internal battle of what's right and what's not. Yeah, Like, are we really killing all these monsters, or are these monsters partially human? And did I kill, like, is it murder? Right. He had a little moment at the end of this episode where he was really thinking about that. Like, what if everything Mm -hmm. I believed isn't actually true? Um, and we also get a, a look into, like, for the first time, that Hunter's network, which we see plays a big part later on. Yeah. So I thought this, for as, like, kind of anticlimactic as it was, was a good informational episode. Yeah, there wasn't, like, yeah, you said it anticlimactic. That's that's a good way to describe it. it. wasn't, like, a lot of action. Are you ready for some random shit? Yes, I'm okay. always ready. I mean, obviously, I'm just happy that I've knew that that was Benny. <laughs> Holy young-looking Benny. Jesus. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so the title to the episode, Bloodlust, is a reference to a 1961 movie of the same name about a crazed hunter. Uh, Sam and Dean pose as reporters for the Weekly World News, uh, which was a trashy supermarket tabloid. It was published from 1979 to 2007. And it consisted of reports of alleged supernatural occurrences. So I went on, I Googled Weekly World News because I wanted to see some of their headlines. Because I remember, like, being in the grocery store when I was little and there was, like, a story about, like, Bat Boy or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kind of, um, like, star and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So a couple of their, their real headlines that they had uh, were, what, man's head explodes in barber chair. Don't know wow. how. Just exploded. I said, okay, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Mini mermaid found in tuna sandwich. What? Clinton hires three-breasted intern. <laughs> this one actually had a picture. <laughs> oh, my what? <laughs> it was pretty funny. 
Oh my uh, god. Hubby's bad breath kills wife. I mean, that would, yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like that's something she would have known for a while. <laughs> Another one, farmer shoots 23-pound grasshopper. Damn. And then redneck aliens take over trailer park. That sounds like a fun time. Uh, it also had a photo. It was it was pretty funny. I might have oh to post God. that. <gasps> I feel like you should at least share it. Yeah, I will. Oh. Uh, so, if we, like we said, there was a Silence of the Lambs reference, which we've talked about Silence of the Lambs before. I know we have because my dad was in it, and then your basement was in it. <laughs> yep. And uh, it was so partially filmed here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they're checking for the moth in the mouth is a reference to serial killer Buffalo Bill replaced moths in the mouths of his victims. The death's head moth. The f- 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 Which, by the way, this this um one, since you said it's the title of a movie, kind of kicks off, like, the movie title episodes. Yeah, because the next one is, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, when Dean yells... Yeah, real night owl, you know, sleep all day, party all night. Sleep all day, party all night is part of the tagline from the 1987 vampire movie, The Lost Boys. There's also a Happy Days reference uh, when Gordon mentions Chachi, which is oh. a Chachi or Kula. And then, you know, he loves Joni. Joni loves Chachi. I didn't realize that. Uh, Lenore- I mean, I knew the reference, but I didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, Lenore is possibly named after the vampire in the 18th century poem about vampires by Gottfried Auguste Brugger. Uh, Lenore was one of the first vampire stories and actually influenced Bram Stoker's novel Dracula. Uh, vampires in this episode live off of animal blood. Several other uh, vampires in pop culture do the same. Our favorite Twilight, Edward Cullen, lives off vampire or off of animal blood. Uh, an interview with a vampire. I can't say it. You always say it so much better than me. Louis? Yes. Uh, he lives off of rats, right? I think so. Uh, and yeah, then he Angel. lives off of rats because Claudia, Claudia yells at him. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, you're eating rats. It's disgusting. Oh, how dare you? Thank you, 12-year-old little girl. Uh, then Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Angelus. Sorry, Angel feeds off of Angelus feeds off of people. And then uh, Stefan Salvatore in Vampire Diaries, which I tried to watch that. I couldn't get into it. Honestly, out of all of these, I mean, obviously, I, I watched The Twilight. I couldn't get into The Twilight, but I have not. Everything else I've seen, it's the, the, the tweeny, pretty vampire things that I can't get into. I, can't, I try to watch it because my friend Kristen is, like, obsessed with Vampire Diaries, and I watched the first episode, and it was just so, I don't know, he, like, jumped off a roof, and he was, like, floated down, and I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, The only time that that's okay is if you're in practical magic, (laughs) and you're jumping off with an umbrella. Exactly. I I couldn't, couldn't get into it. Uh, So, like I said, Jerry broke his wrist during filming. Uh, in the next episode, they actually write it into the script to explain why he has a cast for the next six episodes. Uh, he actually had time off during episode six of this season so he could have surgery. Jeez. And like I said before, you can search YouTube for him telling the story. I'm sure there's a bunch of different videos of it. I'm going to do that after this because I'm curious. Yeah. And now I'm going to be paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's the cast. I see you cringing when you use that wrist. <laughs> 
Uh, so Amber Benson was best known for Tara, Willow's lover on Buffy. Uh, she played Lenore, and she appears again as Lenore in season six. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Ty Olson, who plays Eli, who has also appeared on X-Files, Dark Angel, and Battlestar Galactica, reappears in season eight as the best vampire ever, Benny Lafitte. I actually put a smiley okay. face with heart eyes next to it. Because I love him. Uh, and then, like Honestly, I said, Castlevania just came up on my TV, and that also has a vampire, Lenore. <laughs> uh, Sterling K. Brown is Gordon, who we also know from This Is Us and Black Panther. Uh, Super, like I said, Supernatural Wiki said this is the first time Dean calls the Impala baby, which we are debating. Yeah, I feel like that's now I'm gonna have to go back and watch rewatch the whole first season again. I know, seriously, I gotta go do it now. <sighs> Darn it. Thank God for Netflix. Jeez, really? Uh, and then this is the first time that Sam and Dean encounter what I guess you could call a friendly monster. A monster that doesn't want to kill them, I guess. I don't know. Monster with a conscience. Then there were... Which is interesting, being that uh, later on, Dean seems to be the one who's drawn more to the supernatural fiends and friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how that plays mm-hmm. out. I wonder if this episode had a, a role in that. Oh, the turning point. It might have, it might have, like, put a, made an impact on Dean. Yeah. So the next time, he's like, you know what, maybe you're not that bad. Yeah. Uh, so there were a couple errors. It, it was mostly blood spatter inconsistencies. <laughs> like, oh, she had, he had blood on his right cheek, and then when they went to the next cut, there was no blood there or something. It was, you know, the little things. Mm, they, they didn't bring in the analyst for that. Yeah. That's all I got. Rude. How dare you not have the exact same splatter? Exactly. Like, I really needed to see that one speck. Now mm-hmm. I don't know which way the blow came in. <laughs> the funny part is, so I actually focused on uh, the idea of vampires and hives because I've already done vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the things you actually touched on are in my notes. Oh, no way! So as I you're reading them. things, I'm like, oh, you mentioned this and you mentioned this. I love when we do that. We don't even know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Again, for anyone listening, uh, we don't actually compare notes before we do the show. All we really do is watch the episode, make sure we watch the episode so we can talk about the episode. And then we give each other our notes live with reactions. I mean, that's, I feel like that's the only way we could do it. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise it's generic and boring if we didn't do it that way. Yeah. Where I write in basically we're like, you mentioned this. Okay. And sigh. (laughs) <laughs> laugh here insert laugh track at that point yeah um so there's actually not much on the mythology of the vampire actually traveling in packs or in hives there is the idea of a vampire mating and taking a wife or in dracula's case three brides only three only three however a group of vampires is referred to as a clutch brood coven pack or clan okay um and they are basically the formation the formation of three or more vampires so like two not but the dracula and his three wives would technically be a coven are they like a gang then it's the, yeah. the vampire gang the vampire gang um but they never refer to like their place of living as a nest or like a hive mind okay the idea of living off of cattle blood isn't new for vampires 
there's actually a type of vampire called the Impondulu, uh, uh, which are based off of the Cape of South Africa. They are a vampire creature who are three inches tall in true form, with shape-shifting abilities, who feed on human and cattle blood, so they can interchange. Well, I hope they have shape-shifting um, abilities. I feel like you would step on them if you did. You, didn't. <laughs> you just get get hit by a little pixie that just happens to be able to suck you dry of blood. Yeah, really. Oh, you stepped on something. You thought like you stepped on like a nail or whatever, and it's really this little thing on your toe, like trying to suck. Yeah, like they, just, they remind me of uh in the new movie Onward. Like if you pissed off one of those pixies, it's just like <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna get you. Um, a lone impondulu can actually kill an entire herd of cattle in one night. Wow. Uh, and they actually drink the blood and consume the flesh. So they're not leaving anything to waste. Well, that's nice of them. You know, use the whole animal. Exactly. The idea of a pack or a tribe comes in in a scene in the movie Lost Boys. Um, and it's made up of a master and his or her subordinates, which is an idea that is true to almost all vampires, that there is a sire and then the people, the vampires that they create. Um, and the master and the subordinate of the pack hold sway over a hunting territory, and the number of the tribe is actually dependent on the human population size. So the bigger the city, the larger the tribe. Oh, okay. That's um, interesting that they and, would figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very technical. And most of these ideas actually come in through popular culture. Uh, Underworld has covens, which are actually called sectors. Um, Twilight, obviously, the Cullen family is technically a coven because they're not a family. They're mismatched vampires. Yeah. And like I said, every coven has a sire or head of the coven, and rules are usually set for covens and generally cover four topics. Um, one is the joining of the coven, how they are to join if there's any kind of ritual. Uh, two, eating or feeding. So do they feed on only animals? Do they feed on humans? How often do they feed on humans? Do they share that kind of stuff? Three, creating other vampires. Uh, who's allowed to do it? How often? That kind of stuff. And uh, four is the general behavior in the coven. Do they travel? Do they stay put? All that kind of stuff. And every coven has their own set of rules. There's not just like an overbearing set of rules for all of the covens to follow. So that's really all I could find on vampires and the hives or the nests. Uh, however, I did find some information on other things such as Lenore and Dead Man's Blood. I wanted to focus on like the kind of things that they touched on in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so Lenore is actually a French origin, meaning light. Um, she could have been named from the poem by Edgar Allan Poe, which was published in 1843. Um, and was also mentioned in another poem by Poe in 1845, The Raven. Uh, Lenore, by Poe, actually follows the death of a young woman and her fiancé, Guy de Vere, and is actually more like beautifying death and this woman who was killed so young. And then there's the idea that she got her name from Lenore, which is a ballad by Gottfried August Berger in 1773 which is an 18th century Gothic ballad from Germany, which follows a woman who is tricked by death, who looks like her missing bridegroom, William. Uh, William professed his love and then kind of disappeared on her. So she was at a loss of where he went. Some people said that he ran off in the night with another woman and all these things. 
So one night, William shows up at her door on a horse and takes her for a horse ride. And all of a sudden, he left you. (laughs) All of a sudden, the horse ride starts going faster and faster and faster. At one point, she asks why they're going so fast. And uh, they eventually arrive by sunrise uh, at a cemetery where the knight reveals himself to be death, skeleton holding a scythe and uh, an hourglass. And at the bottom of his fallen armor is the grave of the bridegroom, William. And it's where his skeleton lies. And then the ground starts falling around Lenore. Lenore falls in and is left to die with spirits dancing in the moonlight around her. Oh, okay. Just dancing so they, around. Yeah, so they never actually mention her being vampire, but the, the ballad does have vampire-like tendencies. And then uh, the idea of dead man's blood is strictly pretty much a supernatural thing, but they do mention it in Interview with a Vampire, which... Uh, Supernatural seems to derive the idea of canon from. So an interview with with the vampire by Anne Rice, dead man's blood has the potential to kill vampires, whereas obviously in Supernatural, it just hurts them or renders them incapacitated or a torture device, Mm -hmm. um, weakening them. But in interview with the vampire, Lestat warns Louis and Claudia that dead man's blood uh, should never be drank. If you're going to drink a human, you should always drink them to the brink of death. But never for more after that, because you can't drink dead man's blood. It might kill you, Um, which we see later in the book and in the movie in which Claudia uses to kill Lestat by lying to him, by bringing him boys, saying they're drunk, which is why they're passed out. But really, she had killed them by poisoning them, making Lestat actually drink the dead man's blood, which later, quote, kills him and they leave him in a swamp. Um, but in any kind of mythology, it's never mentioned as a weakness of vampires as the dead man's blood. Um, the only real weaknesses of vampires are things like sunlight, silver, holy symbols in the cross, fire, and garlic. Um, and depending on what mythology you're going with, uh, thresholds, such as the need to being invited in. They can't just enter a residence, however yeah. public domains, they can do whatever they want. But that's, that's all I got on that. There wasn't, there wasn't too much because a lot of the stuff in Supernatural in this episode, they kind of make up or they base off of things. Yeah. Um, and obviously in this, they were pulling from less mythology and more mainstream yeah. pop culture. So, uh, like I said, Anne Rice, Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's um it's one thing I got to give the writers of the series to be able to like pull all this kind of information and make it a kind of a cohesive story. Yeah, because even in the the movie Lost Boys, they have a very human persona until they turn into vampires. But even they kind of have the the Buffy syndrome, I call it, yeah. where they have that overbearing brow, as well as things, obviously. Um, and Buffy also has some covens, uh, less so than others. Yeah. Obviously, in that, they just kind of have subordinates because it's safer to travel in pairs. Always have your buddy. <laughs> the buddy system. Your vampire buddy. Vampire buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So next episode, we will be talking about um, don't play with dead things. Yeah, children shouldn't play with dead things. That's it. I didn't have it in front of me. I was literally going off of memory. Memory. How dare you not get it correct, Liz? 
Ugh, I'm fired. <laughs> That's it. You're done. I need a new oh. co-host. <laughs> Quick on Twitter. In need of co-host. No questions asked. No answers given. Um, and I'll actually have more information. I'm very excited about this episode because obviously I watch a lot of stuff pertaining to this episode. And we're from Pittsburgh, so we should know things. Oh, I have a whole section on <gasps> why we should know things. <laughs> Part of my, right, my, random, my randomness. Yes! I'm so excited. I am too. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for being patient with us. Um, we know we didn't get the other episode out sooner. Um, things kind of just got ahead of us and we got behind everything so everything went ahead we fell behind <laughs> now we're trying to catch up <laughs> now we're catching up and we're gonna try and work ahead so that this doesn't happen so yeah. that all you lovely people out there in listener land can continue to listen to us support us um we really appreciate it uh this is kind of cathartic for us especially in this time to be able to connect with anybody and everybody uh, so thank you guys. Continue to share us, listen to us, download us, um, communicate with us on Twitter and every, uh, check out our Instagram. Yeah. Slide into our DMS. I've always wanted to say Do it. Slide into my DM. <laughs> Treat it like a hunter's network. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> what if Sam and Dean had Instagram? Oh my God. Just nothing but pictures of baby. Like, look at this exhaust pipe. <laughs> Cleaning um, up drunk. Yeah. Don't pay attention to the demon trap. <laughs> uh, look at my new double-barreled sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> Made it myself. Oh, yeah. Compared to <laughs> Throwback Thursday, Dean's first shotgun. <laughs> On that note, we're going to go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We should because we keep going. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a mess. Um, yeah. <laughs> but okay. cheers. Bye. You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.